Hello, screeders. It seems like a sad day. My wife just told me that she used to watch 90210 all the time. It's crazy about the things you can find out about your loved ones that you've been with for 20 years. She never hardly watches any of those things now. But she talked about watching 90210 and then Melrose Place. And I'm just like, really? Anyway, I guess I mention it because Luke Perry uh, passed today. As well as the front man of the prodigy. Different circumstances, same result. It's sad, though, when we uh, contemplate those that leave us voluntarily as opposed to involuntarily and how hard the second try to stop it and how easy it can be for the first maybe it's time that we all talk about how important it is to make sure our loved ones know how much we care and how much we can support them and continue to support them through their struggles perceived and real in the uh, depressed mind there isn't a difference between perceived and real it's all real to them pretty macabre thoughts for a Monday but there you go I know that I am thinking a lot about Gary Khan and how much I didn't do anything to prepare for it I bet there's people out there who did or people are saying what if I had the chance I would put hours and hours and weeks into preparation to go to Gary Khan I don't know I do know today is Monday March 4th 2019 I am Jason Hobbs and this is Random Screed. Hi Jason, Collins Bite Pit here. Regarding basic fantasy and the Western land setting, I'm just wondering how you see the terrain and the environment. In my mind, I'm picturing a kind of Oregon coastline from um, North America there. For anybody who's not familiar, that's the sort of scenery that is um, found in various films, such as The Goonies, etc. And there's just amazing images on the internet. I'm trying to get, (laughs) I'm trying to download some onto my phone, and uh, I'm struggling at the moment because I want to include them in my next session for a bit of atmosphere. But yeah, the Oregon coastline is mind blowing. And so many trees, it ties in with the the timber trade that's talked about in the setting book. Anyway, hope you're having a good one. And that, as most of you know, was Colin Green from Spike Pit calling in to talk about our BFRPG experiment. It's so interesting, Colin, that you ask me a question like that. Uh, after listening to your recent Spike Pit and talking about our experiment... Then you come, or I guess previously you called into me to talk about a question like that. I honestly, I honestly didn't think a ton about it, but I did consider 
as you mentioned, the ideas and the background knowledge of the lumber trade. Is that really what they're doing? Does that mean there's not that much lumber on Corliss or Corvus, the island of Corvus? I don't know, but I considered it to be a pretty heavy lumber trade at Slate Home as well, or maybe Slat Home. And I found it really interesting that I put quite a bit of information into cultural background. And when I say quite a bit, I mean I have a, a page, two pages or something on who the Erd are, who the uh, the elves of Avonro are. And don't you find it interesting they never talked about halflings or dwarves anywhere that I saw. Just elves and humans. That's interesting to me. So I added some uh, dwarves to the mainland there. The vole. Uh, maybe I already talked about this. I don't know. But I added some human cultures like some cannibalistic barbarians and the unknown mystery of who was behind the cultures and societies that existed before that many of the things like Slate Home and Morgan's Fort were built upon. Like who, who did that and why? I'm really, really curious to find out what the characters latch onto as far as the information in the setting, the secrets that I revealed uh, during the session zero, which was really quite terrible, to be honest. And not through anyone's specific fault, except mine, apparently, I would suppose. But when you, uh, when you add that difficult story game question feel to a bunch of grognards and dropping the bait and switch on them, it doesn't always go as well as you might. Um, some of the guys kind of, you know, embraced it. Or uh, after the initial distaste or scrunching of the edges of their mouths, they contemplated the power and opportunity that they really had to, uh, you know, make a difference in this game that we're discovering together. So I appreciated that. Uh, one of the guys showed up late messing up the time zones and then after rehashing the last hour uh, then realized that he couldn't play that late anyway so I had to drop the campaign. But we've got, you know, hour and a half, two hours of uh, the stream of us talking about Session Zero. And I, in some ways I think maybe I... I don't know if I actually presented the content well I think it'll be a lot different once we just start playing and get into that comfortable zone for everybody. Uh, it was I had planned on, you know, talking about the bonds and uh, the truths and moving from there, but I think I ended up talking about the different cultures and the concepts that Gonerman put in and what he left out, which is sometimes more telling or more interesting but I don't know man as for what it looks like that's probably as good as any um, I don't really want it to be a jungly feel because I already have Kalmata for that so that I don't know if it would be colder though because I kind of put some people in there that don't have a ton of clothes on um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a good question, and I have a, a couple weeks to think about it. Uh, in the meantime, if anyone's interested in hearing or seeing what I'm talking about, please head over to my channel on YouTube, Jason Hobbs, and watch the stream and uh, comment and see where you know you could do all the things differently and it would be a much better experience than I and my players had. So my Gary Con starts in less than 24 hours. I'm picking up Bruce Cunnington at the airport O'Hare in Chicago and uh, we're gonna make a day of it. Yeah, we're heading up to Lake Geneva first to drop off some stuff at the uh, B&B that we're staying at for the night until our uh, rooms open up at the Lake Geneva Resort. And then we're driving to Madison to meet up with Alex Kammer and do a tour of the game hole. So that's pretty interesting stuff. I really only got signed up for one event. One event. I'm terrible at the tabletop games. I don't know. I just, I just can't get excited about getting on a computer to try and get into the games I want to get. Um, it's fortunate for me. A lot of the people will still let me in anyway. And if not, then I'll just go run my own game, you know. I'm really there to soak up the atmosphere. Um, and, you know, just a reunion with all my buddies that I don't get to see unless we're at a con like Gary Con or North Texas or Game Hole or something. It's just the the camaraderie and the feeling that extends from the place that I really go for. Uh, I love gaming and I like that, but it isn't the uh, it isn't the totality of the reason that I actually go to conventions. As far as that goes, man, have I uh, if I'm going to run a game, you'd think I would prepare said game, right? But nope, nope. For whatever reason, I spent uh, my whole day yesterday instead of. Uh, working on the things my wife wished I was working on and I should have been working on or the things that I wanted to work on or should have been working on like prep or other things interesting for you know my hobbies and the efforts that I have I mostly played Caves of Quood so I must really like that game or something about it is super engaging to me and I don't know if I would easily be able to pinpoint what or why there's just really a lot of interesting depth and I can you know get up to that 10th level or over and over I play the daily challenges the weekly challenges and then uh, I make my own characters and go through it or I play randomly or whatever I've done the same thing so many times it's it's hard to believe that I still enjoy it but there is some sort of mindless but it isn't really mindless either there's a lot of depth to that game so I'm not getting into a Caves of Quad thing. All I was really doing is saying, for whatever reason, I didn't do any of the prep that I should have done. And um, if you guys play in a game with me and it sucks, that's probably why, if it's not just because of me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, Gary Con. I got a lot of fun things set up, and I'm excited about them. So I hope I get to see everybody there. Um, as for the rest of what's going on, man, it is cold here. It's 10 below, wind chill again, and it's March. So I don't know, man. That's crappy, and that's probably why my nude is nude. That's probably why my mood is so goofy. I did get to release a new episode of Hobbs and Friends yesterday. 
with Brendan LaSalle. It'll be fun to see him at the con. And I hope everyone enjoys it as well as I hope everyone enjoys this. I'm uh, looking forward to getting back to running Kalmada on Sunday and uh, running this BFRPG every other Thursday. It's I'm looking forward to it, getting back to my home group and uh, into the Red Road. It's been a while. And that cliffhanger has been cliffing and hanging for quite some time. But I guess that's it. Sometimes I have a plethora of messages and wish I didn't have so many because I can't play them all. And sometimes I only have one from Colin. But that's the way it goes, people. And you know what? It's better to burn out than to fade away. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sad nap man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need.